everybody we are back live silver linings this is georgie boy here with you all love you so much how is everybody doing um give me one second make sure all this is plugged in looks like we're good sweet all right uh there was a comment before we even get started really in any deep conversations um there was a post that was already shared so i do want to go over that real quick um yes i know i'm aware uh let's see this was from um starseed lightworker so uh she said good morning everybody uh have a whole family down here uh right now we noticed a lot of um <clears throat> ascension symptoms the last weeks um last few weeks two boys with dizzy throat burn and back pain tired all the time uh, my husband got hold of his back uh, by doing nothing. Got hold of his back by doing nothing. I'm not sure what that quite means. Um, and then she said, yesterday I felt nausea, dizziness, influxes of new energies filled with uh, joy and love. <clears throat> but I feel also that there is um, there's a lot of coming soon from the collective. Big release emotionally, but also new loving influences that fill us up. And she said, uh, and then she also said, yesterday I received messages that we have been in a vacuum. Uh, we have been in the vacuum between two timelines. Um, give me a second, this thing is retarded. Uh, we have been in a vacuum between two timelines for the last few weeks. Um, has received, you have, you have received a lot of few, has received the last few days messages with the transition. This is the time before the beginning. It is not the end and neither is the beginning. It is not. Um, it is the middle ground between one final timeline and the shift to a new timeline. And then she says, and then I have received a lot of other messages over the next few months. But I just want to hear from you. What do you feel yesterday and today? Um, receive about the energy higher and now. Um, and if anyone has fresh links to the Schumann, okay. Um, so. There's a couple different things in that. Um, this was, again, this was a question or something that was posted from Starseed Lightworker oh, moments ago. Um, so basically, just to you know, resonate with you, there was a couple points in there that definitely, yeah, you're you're tapping in, you're definitely getting stuff through um, about what's going on right now. Um, and just to clarify for everyone so they have a better understanding and clarity on what, what you're saying and also for everyone to be on the same page, um, I shared this during the live stream earlier today. Um, if you weren't on that one. So basically, we are going through an energetic channel, a canal, so to speak, or more so a tube. That would be a better vision for you all to see that um, in your imagination. So a, a tube. And this is an energetic tube that we all are experiencing the human reality itself is being squeezed down this tube okay and so this is the energetic canal that you know i've i've shared many different moments and i definitely started the angels um cued me to start sharing about this a couple months back um so about almost three months ago um i've been sharing about this energetic canal that we are now at so <laughs> here we are welcome <laughs> um and this is why things are getting pretty hectic right now it is pushing and compressing in on the collective on us and our experience 
And this is enforcing, in a lot of ways, everything that's been externalized, things that have been, you know, pushed out, blamed, and projected onto other people, other things, things we have disassociated with that we don't accept responsibility and accountability for, even though we are accountable and responsible. Um, all of these things, these are the first cues in a lot of ways that are getting um, affected majorly first at this point. So everything that you're used to being externalized and again pushed outside of yourself is now getting compressed back into your experience because we are fitting everything down this very tight energetic tube which is going to squeeze everything in on itself which is going to make everybody definitely uncomfortable. <clears throat> it's going to definitely trigger a lot of irritability within everyone. Everyone's definitely going to be on edge in a lot of moments going through this journey at this point where we are. And this is why we have been sharing so much. And I, I know some people are asked, they're like, well, you know, why have you been talking so much about grounding and drinking water and, and, and staying centered and grounded? Like, hello, this is a very real experience everyone is going through and will go through and no one gets a pass on it and so it i was sharing this we have been all sharing this for a moment for a long moment about getting into your heart getting centered you know doing your work focusing on yourself because now we're in the heat of it we're in straight in the thick of it baby okay things are popping off now and so as things are transpiring and we move forward the canal is going to condense and compress everything. So everything from, you know, our external reality. So like different things with government systems, you know, 3D reality, all of it itself, it's getting compressed in on itself. And this is the start of how the physical reality part of, you know, 3D matrix and the systems start to crumble and collapse under the pressure of being compressed in on, if that makes sense. Okay, so this compression is going to raise a very high level of intensity through everything, through every aspect of life. Only what's organic, only what is natural to life is going to be able to work with this energy and evolve up, allowing the mutation in the cells and the DNA and just our experience. Now, everything that is part of the illusion that's not organic, that is not a part of true reality as this energy comes in and starts raising the intensity it's going to start compressing and crashing in on everything that is not organic that's not real it's not going to be able to sustain itself for much longer in these continuously raising intense moments so again definitely we have to stay centered and grounded you know um and breathe <laughs> and work on ourselves moving through but this is where we are at so now definitely as we get ready to dip into scorpio season and that's literally about not even two weeks away i feel um the start of scorpio season so the whole death and rebirth process okay this is very big um cosmic process for everyone on the planet collectively and also pluto's doing quite a bit of different um things pluto just came out of um, retrograde so Pluto is direct I feel now um, and this sets the tone for a lot of outward external movement a lot of things um, <clears throat> and two this is this is big for us on an individual level because this is in a way this is the death of a big part of your 
your identity of who you are, what you think you are. This is the death of all of that. And this is going to give you the freedom and the liberty to be able to push past the boundaries and the barriers that we have set in place that we have not moved past because of fear, distrust, inadequacy, not knowing what to do, just being unsure, <clears throat> but not being able to have faith and trust in a higher power. You know, this energy is going to get you moving, okay? When you're in a hot seat and it's getting hot under your butt, trust me, you're going to get off the seat. You're going to get moving. And, you know, this is kind of the wake-up call humanity is asking for in a lot of ways. Because as we near, and I don't feel I have even shared this yet, it's just now, you know, they're feeding it to me right now. Um, mm, okay, so they're coming in right now, talking about November. Give me one moment, folks. Um, okay, so they're sharing right now. So basically, November, I haven't really looked at the astrology or anything for November. I remember there was a couple months back where I was expressing to everyone about September 1st, you know, and that being the start of the displacement energy. And, you know, they just came back in and they just added to that a little bit. Um, and they were sharing that basically, you know, that is the process we've been going through and it has been integrated into the collective. We have been in the energy of displacement already. It's already been flooding the planet. So this is where we're getting unplugged. This is where a lot of things are coming, you know, off the wall completely and things are getting rearranged around. Um, and so this is going to create an energy a persona of, of displacement within ourself individually. And a lot of it's because of the control and the different attachments we have. Once those start moving, once those start dissolving or you know getting pulled out of our life and our experience, it's going to cause displacement. You're going to feel dishuffled, um, out of place, not stable, because we haven't realized how much we have really put our power, our own empowerment and our, our energy of stability into other things that are not us right and we are human we're not physical objects and so where we are attached to physical things and materials as being our sense of stability and foundation um, and sense of peace and security now all those things are under fire we got to get rid of them okay we got to get vulnerable with ourselves and really look at what our real true stability is and that's only within yourself okay but until we can get you know, the distraction out of the way until we can let go of what we're holding on to, we can't actually look internally. So this is mom's helping hand, really helping everyone just get the, you know, the tough nudge in a way. And and it's going to, the jolt is going to help everyone drop the ball. Okay. And I'm not saying like, you know, fail or defeat by dropping the ball. It's like literally we we're holding on and we're supposed to let go and we're not. Okay, so mom is definitely causing a little bit of a, a jolting. And I remember a couple months ago, we shared this is more going to be like gaslighting. You know, this is where mom is gaslighting the takers, but also gaslighting the ego in us all as well. And where the ego tries to pride itself off of prediction and being able to expect things to happen, being able to calculate and analyze things to, you know, predict what's going to happen. The ego likes this. Mom is completely coming out of left field out of nowhere and completely blindsiding the hell out of the ego. It's not ready for it. And this not being ready for is actually your blessing because your ego doesn't have enough time to assimilate 
any kind of manipulation with the information you are receiving in your life or what you know now or what your truth is. Your ego doesn't have enough time to do something with it because it's completely getting blasted out of left field out of nowhere. It just happens. You know, and this gives you the opportunity as you are picking yourself back up to really get a good, clean look at everything while it's all laid out in front of you. And this is definitely one of those, you know, tough love supports from mom and creation, of course. But getting back to what I was sharing, you know, the angels were expressing just now a few moments ago about November. And, and I remember there was, for whatever reason, I don't know why, I just, I just opened my mouth and channeled the angels. So that sometimes I say shit and I'm just like, what? That doesn't even make sense. But I just go with that, surrender, because I don't know anything. I <laughs> I surrender to love and God and angels. Um, but they were talking about, I was, I was sharing about the displacement energy and how that was going to move into effect um, on September first this year and we it did it occurred already and but for whatever reason for a while i kept saying november first and i wasn't catching it like i didn't even like i was saying november first but internally i was aware of september first that's what i meant but for some reason when it came out of my mouth it, i kept saying november first and i didn't know why i just let it go the angels were gonna they were i knew they were gonna fill me in at some point whenever it was highest whenever we got closer to that moment and, you know, it was, you know, they were ready for me to share. Um, so, you know, definitely November 1st is what I kept saying. And so what they were just chiming in on now about, you know, this experience we were going through and what we were about to go th very heavily, intensely through in, in Scorpio season, um, it's going to be big, y'all. And November 1st is what they were sharing is going to be the period of completion, so all this intense stuff coming up and really exploding out of nowhere, I know it's rough. I know it's really, whew, I know it's intense, okay? This is where we accept the awareness. We're aware this is the process we got to go through. So now we can trust and let go that we, now that we have the awareness and just trust in the higher power. Now we support ourselves. Now we continue to go through the process. We continue moving forward on the journey and we have awarenesses now we have markers now set up on the timeline for our you know our ability to understand what's happening to us you know and so we are going through a very massive in-depth recycling process within us a lot of things are being stripped away they are purging from our cellular walls our dna is mutating you know we multi-dimensionally are expanding and growing developing our form into a higher form and so this is going to cause the physical body to go through quite a few or actually quite many quite a lot <laughs> of um experiences in a lot of moments it might feel like you're sick a lot of moments and i i definitely sh you know shy away a lot of moments away from the whole um i would say ascension symptoms because the, the whole term, the whole term of ascension symptoms has been really, um, really um, manipulated within the spiritual lightworker community. And I'll share why. And actually, we'll get to that in a moment. The angels want me to go back to something, I guess. Um... Oh, yeah, we were talking about November. There's more. Give me one moment.
Mm. Okay. So as we get into November time frame, they're sharing, you know, so this and this gives awareness to what why we are going through the process now that we're going through. You know, once we get to November time frame and November first hits, you know, the energy of you know, of course it's gonna reach completion for the process we're in now. But the next phase of this process after we, we reach, you know, completion for this is the deep grief that humanity has. And that's a deep, deep, deep one. And one that you know confirmation one that humanity is deeply resistant to even um allowing themselves to feel you know this is a big one where we we expel a lot of our own energy and, and just suppressing this part of ourself or denying this or not even acknowledging that we are grieving or that we have a lot of grief within us and so we are going through this massive stripping away process now which seems pretty chaotic you know chaotic and crazy and just insane in a lot of ways it is a big help for us to move a lot of shit out of the way, clear the space, clear the windows, wipe them down, get a clear view so we can see what's going on. So by the time we reach completion and we complete this process of you know the death and rebirth process, as we are coming back up, stepping into our new forms and really embodying that, whatever decisions, whatever things we've let go and healed during these moments and also coming up during Scorpio season, you know, the big parts of ourself that we are ready to fully allow to develop into a higher form. You know, we're fully ready to accept the pain and the suffering and forgive it, forgive ourselves, and transform it into love. We're ready for that now at this point, you know, especially as we get into Scorpio season, the whole really deep internal process starts and happens. Um, so as we get into November, after we've cleared all this junk out of the way, and we're not held down, we're not overburdened, we're not overwhelmed with a million different distractions and just crap, you know, we've dealt with this now through this energy and this tight tube, this canal that we're getting squeezed through, it's going to squeeze all the crap out. Okay, don't worry, mom's got us. She's gonna get it all out. It's like it's like we're a big soggy wet towel and mom's gonna wring us out real good and she's gonna get all the moisture out. We're gonna be we're gonna be good. Okay. So trust mom. God's got it. Um and so, you know, this is where it strips a lot of this away. So by the time we get to November and we get into the collective energy of, you know, it triggering off the collective grief that we have all been carrying around with. And especially, this has definitely been, um, you know, this is a massive chain reaction and domino effect that was set up, you know, way back before COVID even started. Um, and also since that whole pandemic, just everyone's experiences and a lot of the deaths and just, you know, the insanity and the, you know, a lot of people have lost trust in themselves and humanity in this country. And there's a lot of, you know, there's a lot of panic and frustration, anxiety and all kinds of things and just... People have become aware of a lot of truths by this time now, just about the state of the planet, the state of this country, you know, many different things. And, and I don't know why I keep going back to this. Maybe the angels feel this is a good trigger for everyone just to keep reharding that this is where we are at, humanity. We are in a country in 2021 where we are literally pulling children out of tunnels, thousands of children children with no mommies and daddies 
and no one knows how they apparently got down in the tunnel, but they're all there. Very massively abused, traumatized children. It's horrible. And so we ask ourselves, how do we get to this place? How did this country, the great American dream, how did it fall to this? How do we allow that? How do we become so delusional in our reality and in life that we didn't see this happening? We didn't know this was occurring under our own noses while we walk around happily spending money and just living our own, you know, our own little small world life in our own bubble, not paying attention. And so this is where this has created a lot of grief. You know, I'm not even talking about what we've been carrying around since childhood. That grief is just tremendous already, right? And then our life, what we've gone through, what we've suffered through, what we've had to endure, so much grief, and we have not dealt with it. And so, you know, really in a lot of ways, just everything this year and last year has been a catalyst to help all that really accumulate together into a very, very solid knot, right? And be pressurized. So by the time we get to November, this energy within the collective will be triggered off and the collective grief will begin to release within us. And that is why it's so important now to get this junk out of the way, all this crap, the worries, the panic, attachments, all the things that we are fighting and being stubborn on, the things we are resisting God on, what we are not allowing, what we are refusing, what we are not surrendering to. This is why we are going through all of this right now. And it's pushing us really hard because we got to get past this marker so by the time we arrive in November, we are in divine timing right on the mark, you know, the mark. And that energy of the grief can be triggered. And now there's space within us. We have cleared a lot in the month before that time. And so now there's space. There's a lot more flow with our energy to where when this grief comes out, let me tell you people, grief is a deep emotional wound. It's a lot of energy, all right? And so you got to be able to be available for yourself. You got to be able to be, you know, attentive to yourself while dealing with your grief. You definitely got to be able to be compassionate and nurturing and patient while dealing with yourself or anybody else that's grieving. That is a deep, deep, deep ass wound right there. And it's a nasty one. It does not feel good and it, it hurts and it's so deep and it requires you to move slowly. Okay. And so that's why we're getting our butts really slammed right now by these energies and definitely getting mom's foot up our ass to pick it up and get through this part right now because there's more coming, you know, and we have to be available for ourselves in those moments when we have to deal with that energy, right? We are moving together as one. So thank you, angels, for really clarifying that. And I'll share that tomorrow on the live stream. It's a really good point. Um, so y'all heard it first here. I haven't shared that at all with anyone yet. Um, so that's pretty cool. So, you know, definitely moving forward and, you know, everyone just staying on the same page with their own self, you know, and honoring what their experience is, honoring what is coming up, what they're currently working with. This is the best, absolute best, um, choice <laughs> and high as for you right now in these moments is to, you know, focus as much as you can and keep letting go no matter what it is. You know, see it as a hot potato. Let it keep letting it go. Don't hold on for too long. I know it's shiny and bright. I know it's information. I know it's interesting. But as soon as it comes, keep letting it go. Keep letting it flow, right? We 
we have to get out of this this idea of loss, you know. So a lot of a lot of the reasons why we attach to things is because we're scared to lose them. And we don't know if we're you know, we'll get that back or if we'll discover it again, we'll have the experience again, or that we won't find anything the same. You know, we'll we'll find something worse. You know, that that's the best thing we've ever found, so we'll definitely hold on to it. You know, I've heard that so many different ways and versions on in my life to this point from everyone. Um, and so, yeah, stop seeing life like that. <laughs> life is so full of opportunities and so full of magical moments. And if you truly feel that life is limited like that, like there's a, a very small <laughs> amount of happiness and joy to, to go around for 8 billion people, that's, that's a very sad version of... Um, reality and i don't want to be there in that one with you so um yeah let me know when you're ready to leave that one and come over to true reality with us but definitely love is abundant love is infinite and limitless god is abundant infinite and limitless and so all that god is and all the creation is truly that there is no limitation condition or circumstance uh, so definitely that's our own projection onto things that's the way we see life the same um hello hi um, hello hi were you saying uh, something hi. yeah actually i'm saying like i'm like every time i think like this place doesn't belongs to me why why is feeling like this is not my home this is something like where am i where i like i born I think like ki this earth doesn't belongs to me. Why it's like? Um. Well, I mean, that's not entirely true. Um. I mean, this planet is it belongs to love. This planet, you know, yeah, belongs to God. To love, but uh, there is no love right now. Over here. Right, it's and that's like... why we're here, though. You know, we're not here to. Again, we're not again. We're not here to be in paradise. You know, we're not here to be in heaven right now. We came from heaven here for a purpose, and that's to help this world flip back into love. And we have to grow that. Yeah. We have to attend to that, like gardeners to a garden. And we have to, you know, get the weeds out. We have to tend to the roses and and help beautify this world again and each other and support. Um, you know, and this planet, you know, belongs to love. You know, and mom. God has shared many different times. You know, she is going to give it all back to us. All we have to yes. do is trust her. All we have to do is give her the moments, trust her, you know, and move forward following her guidance. And she will give everything back to us. We will inherit this planet. And so you saying this is not your, it's not yours. It is. It's you're not claiming your divinity. And if you claim your divinity, your birthright of who you are inside, that you are a child of God, then yeah, there is no I'm separation. Questioning like since the birth, uh, I'm questioning who am I, why I belong to, why I belong to here, what's my exact purpose? Like I'm not even finding this. Like right now, your conversation has cleared all my questions, and thank you so much, brother. Absolutely. Yeah, and uh, one thing, uh, yeah, yesterday I had a dream interpretation. Like I, was, I, I saw a three earth, three. I mean, I mean three moon. Like, uh, is there? It's really possible that we have three moons. 
the um, reality that we have been fed, you know, since we were children about like the one moon and one sun thing, that is not true. Okay. So we have more than one sun and where the moons were that in regard with that angels. Yeah, we have more than one moon as well. And as the experience changes, and this is why we can't attach to information, because as the experience keeps growing and changing, our reality is going to incorporate more than what it had before. And so that means, you know, mom shared, mom shared this before that, you know, um, she was actually on an interview. She was on an interview with someone and they, they were trying to test her and be funny and they did not realize what she had shared with them, and they couldn't get it. And that just shows where people are in the ego. You know, they think they know better, and so they asked her a funny question, not even knowing what she was going to say. And so basically this person was, um, they are sarcastically asking mom, you know, basically, well, how many planets are in the solar system, this one? And so mom looked at them and smiled, and she's like, mm, okay, there's over 500, right? And of course... Yeah, there's over 500 planets in the solar system. And this is where, you know, what we've been told, you know, about like, you know, just the nine different planets or more. And, you know, and of course, the dwarf planet and all these different things. And, you know, it it's so limited and small and such a very small, unreal scale to actually what's going on. Because there's far more than just the physical. There's so many different realms and realities. And if you can't see those realms and realities... How do you know they're there? And how do you know how many planets are there? So if you looked at yeah. everything as a big picture, a big multidimensional picture, where all the realities fit into one picture, then you can start to understand how and why God would say there's 500 planets total in the solar system. is because the solar system is not just physical. We have so many different realities interconnected to where there are planets and beings that are so real and so here, but they're on such a high vibration and reality that we have not been able to connect with that yet and experience it. doesn't mean they're not there, but they're there. Yesterday, I had experienced the out-of-body experience. And on that time, the person who told me in my dream, he told me that the, the which moon we are looking at, this is a spacecraft. It's a billion ancient spacecraft which is watching us right now. And we have three moons and one, two moons are hiding on the dust cloud, between the dust cloud. I don't know what, why they want us to tell me. Then after that, I woke up. I don't know what is happening right now. Like many things like truth has, has been revealing to me and it's feeling good for me. But that's why I'm feeling like, is this, uh, what's my home? What's my real home? Where I belong? It's your like real that. home, I, I shared with you before, your real home is this planet. I mean, you're all, you are yes. home. You know, there there's no other home for you. You are for this planet. This is Mother Gaia's body. This is Mother Earth. This is God. This is her heart. You know, where we have a heart and a soul, you know, this planet is God's physical representation of her heart you know so this is this is paradise this is the most holy of holy temples if you would say 
that all of creation, all of the angels, you know, every other being in the galactics, everyone who comes to this planet, this is the most divine and most, you know, just holy and pure place. However, the physical reality part of it, which we are currently a part of, that is currently going through a very big healing process, which is what we are a part of. You know, so again, this is your home, even if it doesn't look like that or seem like that now, this is your home and your soul chose to, you know, be here for these moments and witness this grand event that all of creation is fully in attendance for. Front row seats, faces pressing against the glass, angels are all over this place with jaws just dropped open, eyes wide, just waiting to see what happens because, again... This has never happened now, before. Timing, actually, they hear the time is one to one, twelve, twelve. It's <laughs> an angel number. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah, that's right. Actually, totally right. <laughs> like my, I having a goosebump right now. Mm -hmm. uh, one question is for me: like, uh, is smoke during the ascension process? What's that? Can we smoke? Uh, can we smoke like cigarette during this ascension process, which I am happening right now? I'm feeling sick. Uh, my head is paining, and even my lower back is also paining. I don't know why it's happening. And I didn't took any jabs. Then also it's happening for on like it's happening very bad. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm very confused. Okay, but should I smoke any cigarette? And it will does it have uh, give any effect like on my body? The tobacco is a definitely a tool. The tobacco is something that will help you during the, it is part of the Ascension tools. Like those are, there's like very few main Ascension tools and tobacco is one of those. Um, however, though, if you're, if you're buying cigarettes that are in cartons and things and smoking out of filters, that's really not the highest. And it has a lot of chemicals and stuff in that you don't need in your body. And that your body is already, your body is already working. Your body is already working. Your body is already working hard enough to push these things out. So you know, definitely, I would guide you more towards organic tobacco and work with that. We roll our own cigarettes with filters and things, so um, it's cleaner for your body. But that tobacco will help your body be able to anchor more of your higher self soul in your body. And help you be more present and process releasing the energies that your body is trying to work with. So yeah, tobacco will really help you. Uh, now I'll, I'll show you with cigarette and like I'm smoking right now. Uh, it's pure organic. It's it's we call it BD. We call it over here. It's okay then. Uh, there is no chemical in it, so it's okay for me. Thank you so much, brother. Actually. What I'm thinking that it will affect, it will it will stop my ascension process. And is is it okay? Like after doing uh, the, uh, in my family, in my total family, uh, nobody haven't taken any jabs and all. Like this is experimental jabs. It's okay, now. Nah? If, if it uh, like it will, uh, what I'm uh, talking about, like if I'll take the jab, it will stop my ascension process or it will be continued. This, again, is completely up to your choice and your soul contract. You know, there's a lot of people who don't really have a choice and they have to um, get the vaccine in order to work or support their families and things. So, again, this is a multidimensional experience. You know, you, there's no one. There's 
again, there's yeah. no one answer for everyone because it's going to be unique based off you, you know. And so definitely if you don't have to get it, it's not highest for you to go and get the vaccine because, again, there's no COVID disease. You know, it's it's a pure frequency yeah, thing. You know, so if you're in fear, if you're in those low frequencies, you will contract the the symptoms of this and, and take on the disease. But if you hold on, let me let me finish, please. Let me finish. But if you allow yourself you know, to be in a higher vibration of consciousness and not attach to those things, not go into fear and you don't have to get that, you are fine. By not getting the vaccine, there's nothing's going to happen to you. You're not going to get sick or contracted from someone else, okay? Those are all just fear and lower frequencies, okay? But if you do have to get it because of, you know, whatever reason for work, whatever, to support your family, you know, all you have to do is just make sure that you are staying within your practice and disciplines. Make sure you are processing, transforming, um, and, you know, you can book a session, a surgery if you wish, you know, but a lot of it's your consciousness, it's your thoughts, you know, so as long as you know that mom's got you, trust the angels, trust God. She's aware of it. If you have to get it, then it's highest. And mom will make it possible and take care of you in the, the back end of that. So, again, you know, a lot of it is just really the, the anxiety and uncertainty about it. But I totally get why you asked that question, okay? Well, thank you so much. And... So actually, I have a own farm and I can grow my own food also. So it, I won't take. <laughs> that's really cool. Hello. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Not a lot of people actually uh, uh, have that experience. You got a whole farm and everything. So I mean, that's definitely you returning back to being organic. You know, working more with nature, working more with the land, and learning to be grateful, learning to respect and honor the blessings and, and the abundance that you have and working with what you have, you know, to grow more. That's phenomenal and definitely allows you to learn and expand more within your own self with integrity and just being able to, you know, work with nature and everything as one. You know, it's not like this simple thing where you run to the store and buy it real quick because you have the money for it. It's like you're growing it. You're working with it. You're watering and planting it. There's so much more relationship there with that versus the quick convenience. So that's awesome and powerful for you. And, uh, well, actually, I'm uh, continuously I'm watching. Like, there are some UFO, uh, some space for them. It's, it's look, uh, I saw UFO. It's look like some paper plane. It's look kind of paper plane, paper plane, but it's not a paper plane. It's very huge. It's very far from, uh, like, from me. And I continuously watching it. Why, why that you? It's that's a real or something drone and all. Because that's a UFO. Hello? I'm not really sure what you're implying on. I mean, there's a lot of things going on. There's lots of crafts on this planet that are man-made, that they are, you know, they are cabal-made. Um, and they've been around for quite a bit. They've been around since, like, the 1960s and 70s when they started putting these babies in the air, flying them around and testing them out. Um, and they've gotten more, you know, creative since then. They've improvised a lot and added more things since then. So definitely there's a lot of vessels in the sky that are both man-made and there are ones that are not human-created. They're from different realms and not from this dimension at all. Um, so there's a mix going on and definitely there's a bigger... <coughs> um, there's a bigger um, 
action going on in the background behind the scenes that we are not seeing on the you know the mainstream just yet it's getting there you know they're letting us know in different increments putting little nuggets out there showing people what's going on disclosing things about the government what the government's been hiding what we've been doing and stuff and it's getting there you know but and um, the presidents and a lot of other countries you know they've already expressed you know that ufos are real and that the governments have been working with them russia's been very expressive about this um, and so America is getting to that point. So, again, we got to give the rest of the world moments to catch up. We can't, um, you know, they're not going to enforce anything too fast because we could cause a whole population on the planet to spin so fast they actually go insane because they are not actually ready for a reality that big. They're, they're not ready for it to change that fast, and that could actually cause more of a, a psychological mental breakdown and snap and we don't want that we we want everyone to be conscious and and stable so it will move whatever is highest and the experiences as the, the higher galactics come in and they start to show themselves more and more it is simply to raise awareness that they are here raise consciousness and also to help support the people who are low on hope you know, they're they're losing hope. They're not seeing a whole lot. They're, you know, they're, they're trying to motivate themselves. They just can't really. So by having these different experiences and having it shown around the world, it helps inspire people again, it helps get them passionate to keep going. We're almost there. Don't give up now. It's just a matter of moments and then we'll see it. OK, so you just got to trust mom and keep moving through. Yeah, one week before, one week before, uh, like in my dream. I was very sad. In my dream only, I was very sad. And some woman, a woman voice came. Like she told me that we all are watching you. We are, we all are watching you in the process. And you will be after this process. You will be the savior of every multiverse and every planet. Like I was very excited. This seems like very some kind of movie. But uh, after why it's happening? Why some voices coming up? in my mind and it's very very like exciting for me they said you will be the police you will be the savior of every multiverse every multiverse every realm and you are the part of the process and you are in the training process up training after the training you will be the light body she said and like after something something happened and like just woke up because i have my baby she she cried and I, like I lost my dream. Mhm. Mm yeah, I mean, definitely these the angels are gonna come through in a lot of these in all these moments and really help pressurize us awake. You know, so the dreams you're having, um, you know, they are messages from mom and the angels, and they're meant to cause activations to happen in your DNA and your cells. You know, it's the dreams are an experience, and whenever we have an experience, we have a transformation. You know, and so the experiences, the dreams um, are, the experience and the dreams are, they're meant to be catalysts to trigger things within you to help things release uh, as codes and information for your body to start working with so you can evolve. Um, and so, of course, these are all, it's all in divine timing with heaven, you know, so it's not really a question of why these things are happening. Um, I feel we already know about that. It's it's ascension, you know, and everyone's experience is going to be unique. Whatever you need to experience and, and, 
you know, see or feel to wake up and to understand that this is real, this is really happening, and it's happening to everyone on this planet, you know, whatever's highest is going to go, you know, so don't attach to anything, don't attach to the dreams or what you see, um, definitely keep letting those go, you know, be grateful for the awareness and for um, the, you know, the ability to get the messages from the angels, but we have to keep letting go so more new information and more awareness keeps coming to us, and as, you know, we keep letting go, slowly but surely the picture starts to build itself and we start to see more and more in it because we're allowing more information to come to us okay oh. <laughs> okay thank you so much brother thank you so much absolutely brother love you man thank you for coming on and sharing with us yeah. i wanted to definitely continue on a topic i was i was starting to talk about this a few moments ago um with with this experience, you know, definitely the human experiment is an experiment nonetheless. And where we did not know what we were getting into when we got down here, and this is how, you know, we got here incarnated is, you know, God and all of us had to come down here to actually take on the physical experience to see what's going on and then come up with a solution. How are we going to move this planet back into 5D along with everything on the surface? Big, big project. Um <laughs> <clears throat> and so we, you know, it got to this point where the human experience, this evolutionary jump, we are going to make humanity. We have never done it before. And while we've been through the reincarnation process and we have also helped ascend many, many other different worlds and, and star systems and different beings of consciousness we have incarnated as them, we have lived on their planets, we have lived among them as them, and we also helped them reach a higher understanding, helped them ascend that planet into a higher reality. We've done this millions and billions of different times throughout billions of years in creation. We are very old and ancient humanity. We're not newcomers, okay? Um, so just for everyone to understand this, this human experience this is why we were all required to be here and asked to be here is because this is the big potatoes okay this is the big leagues uh where the strongest angels and beings of light and heaven were it was necessary for us to come down here and take this on because only the strongest could do it and you can see why it's completely hell down here if you haven't noticed <laughs> so you know, but also in regards to that, you know, this experience where we are going through physical ascension, we are literally moving to the next realm, humanity. It's it's a big thing. And this is why all of creation is completely fascinated and excited and completely just all over the place watching and observing us in our every move, what we are choosing and doing, because this is all new. The physicality actually evolving and transcending into 5D has never happened before and so where we are here as physical participants in this reality change we are also here as eyes of creation as eyes of heaven to witness this physical experience literally take place before our eyes as we move through this gigantic leap and our physicality changes forever what we know to be possible changes forever. This is the experience we have all worked so hard and we have come so far to reach this point. 
and we have. Mom has done everything godly possible to ensure and secure the timeline to make sure humanity will arrive. Humanity will send. God has ensured that. God has done all the work to make sure that this will come to pass. And now there is no choice or anything that can happen on this planet that will detour us from reaching this timeline. It is inevitable. According to heaven and by decree of God herself, she has spoken this. Humanity will come home to the heaven, to the light, to love. So this is our destiny, folks, going back to home to heaven. So <clears throat> this evolutionary jump it is no small potatoes. It's definitely nothing to brush off or uh, be nonchalant about. It is everything and more for all of us. And we are going to fly. It's going to be amazing. So much brilliant things are going to be coming into our world. Colors, different creations, even living things, living beings that we have probably never seen before will now be able to be a part of our reality and because we'll be a vibrational match. We'll be able to be, exist within the same reality space together and that means there's gonna be a lot more on this planet than just animals and humans baby there's gonna be a whole lot more walking around and interacting with humanity and it's about time that we reunite with our galactic brothers and sisters and even all the beings in inner earth who have kept a very watchful eye on us this entire time as the surface world has grown and evolved and gone through so many different centuries of change and growth and understanding and expansion all the way from medieval times even back before that sumerian and all that all the way to now how far humanity has come in this long dash toward the finish line and now we're almost there you know and so the inner earth all of inner earth is so very excited and very very happy and proud of humanity it doesn't matter what it looks like up here, folks. It doesn't matter if it looks like absolute shit. Creation is excited that we are here in these moments. Because, of course, before the sun rises, before dawn, it's going to get dark. It's going to get crappy. Things aren't going to probably feel that good. But we're there already. We're in that experience now. So at least be grateful this isn't still a long journey up until that point. We're here, which means once we get past this, that is it. That is the climb. That is the jump before dawn, before the sun rises, before we are all bathed in sunlight completely. We have to go through the darkest of darks within ourselves, and realize that it is not real. And we have to let it go so that all of us can be imbued with light and love forever. We have to honor ourselves enough to make that change. And so as we make that individual change with ourselves, thus the external reality reflects that change and the world changes around us too. It's a constant collective experience. The world will not change and become better for you. You must become better for the world and thus the world will change from that experience. When you can learn to love something broken back into wholeness, the wholeness itself can actually be the reflection of everything. Okay? You can't expect something broken to heal you. That doesn't work that way. You must empower yourself so that you are able to support others, especially where they are not able to support themselves. And that's how we heal this world. 
It's not like this secret code everybody gets and then everyone just knows what to do. There's a lot more to this experience and being human folks than just getting everything right and making it to the finish line. We got to learn how to be human again. Truly. Because how we've been being human is not working for God. It is not passing the test. She's not okay with that. Okay? We don't fully understand what being human is. Because we have told ourselves, we've created belief systems, and we have so much self-hatred. We hate this world that we live in. We hate the suffering we're a part of, right? So all this must change and be healed and let go so that we can clear this in ourselves and be prepared to accept a higher truth and be ready to allow that to be our new life, you know? Um, you know, definitely with the energy coming up, you know, Scorpio season, again, not even two weeks away. I feel it's very important to express to everyone, you know, definitely a lot of the Scorpio energy has also to deal with, you know, massive amounts of resistance, power over, you know, a lot of control and also rebellion. And so where this collective energy, I feel, definitely aligns a lot with the rebellion energy in the collective where we resist, not only resist and don't surrender, we also rebel. It's like a vengeful energy where we retaliate. That has got to go. All right. <clears throat> it's a little bit too much of um, uh, a quick choice for the ego. You know, the moment we become aware of something, the moment we get triggered, the moment something upsets us, we're so quick to retaliate. And even if we don't speak or physically move our body in any way as retaliation, internally, our thoughts, our emotions, our energy is totally in retaliation. We know we're pissed, right? But we got to slow the roll on that one, all right? And cool things down. Pour some water on that. Sizzle it down, okay? Because we got to not be so combative and so quick to jump the gun and impulsively throw energy back at people. Because, again, this is the lesson for us. There's so much more than to being, you know, to being human than what we've gotten, what we've understood. And the compassion for other people, the ability to nurture and support other people, the ability to hold space for one another. As children, we truly all are, we're all children, and we're learning to grow. You know, there's no rules. There's no one's in charge. No one has, you know, no one's the top dog, you know, here where they've, they've got all the nuggets and everything like that, and they, they can stand on a stool and look down on people. Absolutely not. We're all equal. And that's something we are definitely deeply ingraining in our experience now and understand that we are equal. There's no one better than anyone, you know. And so and this will allow you to, you know, definitely learn the other side of the fence. You know, it's not all about pushing and, yes, being an individual and being empowered and, and definitely confident and you can do this and that, yes. But can you hold space for someone else to do that too? Can you forgive other people? Can you be compassionate even though someone's not in your experience or someone doesn't feel the same way you feel or someone's not saying the same things you're saying or maybe they're not behaving the way you would like them to. Maybe they're not being love. Can you though, since you have transformed this, since you have mastered this in yourself, can you have enough compassion to put yourself in someone else's shoes and understand that they don't get it yet? They don't understand and so more patience and nurturing is going to go a lot farther with someone like that and helping them 
get it for themselves versus trying to come in with all the heat in the hellfire and completely just, you know, kicking them while they're down. That doesn't make someone want to learn. That doesn't motivate or inspire anyone to pick up the pace or to grow or to be more mature or to keep being better than who they were yesterday. That doesn't inspire any of that to happen. We actually do the opposite. We crush any chance, any opportunity that there was maybe a spark of intention to make this change. We crush it. We snuff it out. Because we are so in control, we are so high up on our horse that we think we know everything, that we think we've got it right, or that since we've been through the experience, we have the right to tell someone else how to go through their experience. Absolutely not. We have to be compassionate and realize that we are all different. We are equal, but we're different. We're unique. And we all understand things in a different way. We feel things in a different way. Our experiences are unique and different. And so how you have come to the same understanding may not be the same way someone else comes to the same understanding. Maybe they must learn a different way because they're not wired like you. They don't respond the same way as you. And you have to be okay with that. That there is far more than just you. There's far more than just your choices you've made. And that's not the only way for the truth to be revealed. That's our belief system. That's our control. That's our trying to hold on and not trust and let go and allow whatever it is to show you the experience. Okay? That's the real truth. So we got to get you know, step up. This is where mom definitely, you know, I've, I've had a lot of moments with this. this is why I, I definitely can share a lot on it and, and be so, um, you know, the wisdom about it is I've, I've definitely gone around the ringer a couple times with God on this one. And she really had to really put me in the corner to get this, that it does not matter what your awareness is. You know, it's only what's highest. And we have to learn a lot of tactfulness, humanity and discerning. When is the right moment to say something to do something you know if even if you have awareness of a solution for somebody even if you have awareness of how something can work out you know there's also discernment and feeling into the awareness first and that's one thing you definitely ask your angels like is this awareness for me angels right now is this just for me to process and feel into and they'll answer you they'll either tell you yes or no you know if they they want you to share it right then and there they'll let you know you know you got to be able to trust you have that connection with your angels and to trust what you get through, you know, and we are here to express and share, you know, and so also requires you to be tactful because in many moments, people are not in the space to expand and many moments, people are not in the space to receive from you and it, it, it has nothing to do with you at all. They're just in generally in generally, they're just closed off and not vulnerable to receiving from other people. And so again the compassion the patience and allowing them space you know you hold space for them but you give them space you know and don't try to ride their ass or you know push them too far too fast before they're ready for that they have to get it themselves as well or they're always gonna that's how people become reliant and very dependent it's a codependency that forms where people have been so disempowered that they actually ultimately don't think that they can actually do anything for themselves. They don't, they don't feel confident at all to where they think they need other people to help them do it or do it for them. 
There's a lot of broken people on the planet like that. But that's what help, that's what starts it is by the continuous disempowerment, taking people's choices away from them, you know, taking their power away from them, making them feel like they can't heal themselves, they can't understand and do these things themselves. They need someone else to do it for them. That's it's such victim consciousness and and lack unworthiness too. You know, thinking less of yourself that someone else is stronger, someone else is more capable than you to live your life, to tell you how to live your life or what to do in your life. Absolutely not. If that were so, they would have been in your shoes. They would have been in your body, waking up in with your face, but they're not. So, again, that's the distrust in ourselves where we have, we don't trust our own choices, our, our own truth, and we literally value someone else's opinion and judgment over our own. We it's, it's very diminishing to our own voice and our own spirit. And again, this is something that I've definitely had a lot of um, training courses on from God. I'm <laughs> personally grateful um, about, you know, definitely I, I never had a problem stepping up. You know, that was one thing I, I knew was um, an ability of mine, you know, even through very intense, tremendous moments uh, and events going on. I always had this, you know, this ability to just, you know, step up, to raise the bar even higher, to keep pushing more. And, and even when everything's down to the wire and everything's, you know, really like at, at like the extreme point, I still have the ability to push, right? And <clears throat> this is definitely something, you know, as a Scorpio that, you know, I living a life in different extremes you know i i definitely had to go through a lot of different extremes to learn the balance between them the harmony um between them um and for me to understand that in a lot of moments i contracted to experience the extreme contrast of either or you know devoid of it completely or the overabundance of it you know so i could have both of those experiences and with those together i could find the balance in that and the the flow, the harmony, you know, and that would be my center, you know. So definitely, that was an extreme I was very much uh, deeply ingrained in um, for many, 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 many years of my life. And coming to mission to mom and her helping me work with that, you know, and just being so impulsive, so just gun ho, ready to jump the gun and just go on 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 a, on, a, on the second fly, just you know, nothing stopping me. Um, but where my issue was in stepping off, right? And she, she actually, she like, she dragged me one day. She yelled at me. She was like, she's like, you step up. She's like, but you don't step off. And I was like, I was like, huh? I was like, I don't, I was like, I step up, but I, I don't step off. And I was like, I spun. I like I spun. I was asking angels. I was like, angels, I don't, do I not step off angels? What did I do? Like I was totally spinning and freaking out and it took me a moment to calm down about it and, everything I took it so personally you know um but I can see it you know that was definitely my mm -hmm. issue is not using my discernment not being present enough to you know feel into the other person you know what is too much for them are they overwhelmed with what I'm sharing with them is this too much information all at once you know do they need to process what I've shared with them and then maybe you know I continue it later you know but that wasn't the perspective I had at the moment. I could only see the awareness and what the angels were sharing with me. I could only see the truth. And that's what I was 
so impulsive about and trying to, in a lot of moments, shove down people's throats. And that's not how we do it. Um, and that was just me being really ingrained in the extreme energy of stepping up. So I kept, I was stepping up and I was also pushing other people to stepping up. You know, I wasn't balancing out myself. I was just on send with that extreme energy. And so where it kept bleeding into my reality and how I interacted with other people, it was always a pushy, very intense energy coming from me for them to always step up to keep doing more. And of course, you know, that's, in a lot of ways, you could say, well, that's support, that's beneficial in a lot of ways, that's tough love, yes, but there is a way to do it, and I was not doing it. I'm taking accountability, I was not doing it with the intention of being compassionate towards the other person's experience, right? And so where my ability, my skills, and just how to push, I can push and I can really pick up the pace when I need to, whatever's highest, a lot of people don't have that ability. They haven't you know, grown that strength within themselves. And so it's not, it's not about fairness. It's just simply not being considerate and compassionate to someone who mainly, who maybe learns a different way than you. Maybe they operate differently than you, or maybe they understand things differently. And so for them, they have to find another way to understand that process. But with you being so attached to how you came to understanding it, or being so attached to your process and trying to you know, mimic that to some someone, uh, someone else, you know, it's not, it's not really looking at them, you're not seeing that person, you know, and this is where I really had to humble myself in many, many moments and learn that it's, it's not all gun-ho all the time, okay, and just because I have answers doesn't mean I go around plastering them to everyone's face and, and make them swallow the pill, you know, that's not my role, you know, um, mom will bring who's highest, you know, in those moments to hear and listen to receive, not me going out and personally, you know, trying to, you know, save the world or trying to like, you know, find all these different people and then tell them about their life and what they're doing wrong. That's not how love is going to heal this planet and get everyone back home safely. You know, that's not going to help people feel better about themselves. It's not going to help them feel better about their choices they've made or that they can do it. They can change. They can heal and forgive themselves. It's not the end just because they've made choices in the past doesn't mean that it's it's completely written off the future for them. They they have nothing. You know, we have to get out of the linear concept of past, future, what I've done that I can't get back, what I can't undo. It doesn't matter. It doesn't exist anymore. That's why you're not there. That's why the memory is there and you're not living and breathing in the memory. It's it's just information. It's a fragment of a moment that you are no longer living. And so it's a detachment. We just have to let it go. Learn to forgive yourself. Learn to be compassionate, just as you would for someone else, also for yourself. Put yourself in your shoes. Where were you at that point in your life five years ago, ten years ago when you made that choice? Where were you? Clearly, you can see now you don't, you didn't know everything you know now back then. That's one of the themes I constantly said to myself. was like, I wish I knew this back then, but we didn't. And so a lot of our letting go is our regrets and our resentment and bitterness to ourselves, our you know, just absolute just hatred over the things that we've done in life or that's happened to us that we can't go back and change. It's a forever part of us that we think. 
you know, and it, and it frustrates and upsets us, you know, let it go. You are allowed the same compassion for yourself that God gives all. And it's where you must hold space and realize that, yes, you made that choice. You didn't know better. And now where you have learned from that lesson and from that experience, now you don't have to live that anymore. You don't have to go back there. You see, we attach to memories way too much, and, and that's what generates so much more you know, delusions and fantasy and fears and things and just belief systems because we can't just let go of a moment and let a moment be a moment. You know, it's like the moment is forever. And if we can't have total control and, you know, say over what happens, then it's like we're like this spoiled brat throwing a tantrum our whole life mad because we can't control everything. We can't have it the way we want it. But if we had everything the way we want it, that'd be kind of a chaotic world, don't you feel? Because everyone's focused on themselves, what they want, not what the world needs together collectively where there can be abundance for all where there can be prosperity for us all but as long as you keep looking just at yourself and worrying only about yourself and not seeing that a lot of these things that you have obsessed over there's not about you none of this is about you none of this is about me if we can't all get there together it's not worth it okay I'm going to say that right now, point blank and clearly. If it is something that we cannot all get to and experience, meaning heaven, it's not worth it. It's not. And I really just want to, you know, pause there on that moment and let you all feel that. It's not worth it unless everybody makes it home together. I'll share a moment with everyone. And it's been some, it's been definitely some time since I've shared this. Probably well over, probably almost going on two years now. Um, it's been a long moment till I, you know, since I've shared this moment with, um, with God. And it was during one of the, I feel my, um, it was during, definitely early on in mission for me. Um, and we were in Florida at the time with mom. And I remember this moment. And it was very powerful and profound. And this was, I was definitely a, a scriber. You know, I, I was scribing. We all, many of us did. We, a lot of us, many moments just, um, you know, we sat before God and we just, we documented. We scribed. We wrote everything down. Time stamp date everything. It was it's insane, you know, definitely. But I'm grateful we did that, definitely. And, you know, there was a moment um, we were in Florida, and there was an experience that was taking place within the field. Don't really need to say names or anything, but and there was a person that mom was directly talking to, you know. And, of course, this, you know, this being was not, you know, surrendering. They were not listening to truth and love, and they were trying to deny and trying to escape, in aloofness, you know, trying to uh, avoid looking at themselves. And mom was very direct and assertive with, with this person. And I saw such a, 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 I saw just her full queenness, her full, full on godly queen 
darkness come fully out and I watched her just sit up on that bed upright, you know, and for many of you that know, mom was in tremendous amounts of pain. She was physically taking on the suffering from the planet and transforming that for humanity. And so these were definitely intense moments for mom to move her body around and um, it definitely was not without pain. Um, and this, this was a powerful moment when she just sat up and she looked down at this being, you know, just looked straight into their eyes and she said to them be grateful be grateful that i am god and i will always forgive you god will always forgive i'm love that's what she said and i could feel this energy in the room building my body was lighting up everything was just like woo it was electricity pouring everywhere and you could just feel like this gigantic dragon just pick up her head from resting and just like the power of that energy. It was profound. <clears throat> and she said, I will always forgive you. Always. I'm love, of course. I'm also right action. I am also alignment with creation. Be grateful that I am love and forgiveness. Because without me, you have nothing. So powerful when she said that. Because of course we know that, but I don't feel we've ever actually heard it put into words. God actually speak that. Such profound truth. Like, yes, God is love. And she is full forgiveness. And we do need to be grateful because without her, we would truly have nothing. Without God, we would not be here right now, humanity. We would not be here about to, on, about to be on the brink of ascension. We would be nowhere close. Someone had to take on the insanity on this planet. Someone had to take on that pain. And not a single one of us could handle it except for God. She did do that. And as that moment moved on in that room, I saw another part of mom, you know, come to the surface. And God began to cry as she stared out the window at the ocean on the beach. And she just stared at the waves far off into the distance. I didn't know what she was looking at, probably in another realm. And she just started sobbing and crying. You could just feel God's heart just cr really breaking and crying. And I just leaned in just to feel what was coming. And she shared, I don't know why. No one wants to be together. I don't know why everyone wants to fight. Why nobody wants to come home with me. And I could feel such sadness in me really swell up from the collective. Eight billion children on this planet disconnected and lost from God, their own mother, who don't even know that their mother still cares for them and that she's right here and that she is doing everything godly possible to get us home. To the point where mm -hmm. we we focus so much on our, on our own experience, I don't... It's so rare that we, we, we try to be, 
you know, considering compassion enough to put, you know, feel into God's experience and how God would see this, how God would feel about this. <clears throat> and of course, God is so multidimensional and beyond, and God is everything that it's hard to, and where we have that experience now, where she literally said out of her own lips, she doesn't know why. We can't hold hands together and go home. Why does nobody want that? Why is everyone fighting each other? Why is everyone trying to rip each other down? Why was everyone trying to rip mom down? Why do we fight love so hard? Yet we pray <clears throat> every night, begging on our knees and crying and pleading with God and all of creation for love. But yet we will equally fight it off. We will defend ourselves against it. We will, we will create walls so high to refuse love to come in. And we will war with each other on this planet. We will destroy each other, tearing our dreams apart. Destroying every chance of opportunity for us to grow together, to learn together. Instead of everyone is so angry. Everyone is so angry at God, so angry at love, so angry at the world. And nobody wants to look at themselves. Nobody really wants to swallow that truth and realize that we have to stop this. If we're going to make it home to heaven, it's going to be together. Not fighting each other, not stepping on anyone not pushing anyone around, not trying to be better than anyone, not trying to steal or pull the rug out from anyone. We're going to do this together. We're going to do it through love. God's way or no way. And this moment was so incredibly powerful for me. I, I wept after that. I, I definitely cried a lot. As I experienced and witnessed God's perspective, this innocent child of creation, this little girl in a body that literally so childlike doesn't understand the dysfunction, doesn't understand that even with awareness and a million hearing the truth a million times, a million different ways, how we will still fight the inevitable, we will still choose to deny ourselves, our salvation our own love and respect and honor and how we will rip that away and give it to other people or disempower other people or choose to you know um come against one another when all we have to do is stand together and and lift ourselves up together you know so definitely grateful for those moments those powerful moments of mom where she really just really allowed us to really see through the eyes of God, how simple it all can be, how simple it really is, and how we have complicated things. We have created a bigger mess for ourselves. And this is where we must trust ourselves to, yes, admit we've, <laughs> we've done a lot of shitty things. But if you can't forget that, you know, forgive that and allow yourself to move into the solution. It's always going to be the problem. It's always going to be the nightmare. It's always going to be the fear and what is wrong with you and the world. It's never going to get better. And we have to allow ourselves to forgive. 
to let go and accept that it can heal. We can find a solution for this. But you got to be right there supporting yourself when you are figuring out the solution and putting it together and applying it. This requires all of humanity to carry themselves. Okay? Nobody is coming to save you. You're going to have to learn how to carry yourself now. And you can do it. God has given you all the tools. Every single ability you need to make this climb. God has given you that within yourself. And this is the trust you are going to find in yourself now as you have no one to look to right now <clears throat> but yourself. And pick your own two feet up and your arms and start climbing. <clears throat> and soon you'll see. You got to put the effort. You got to start somewhere. And as you start climbing, you start to understand. You start to see more. You start to connect more within yourself and get a bigger picture. But that only comes from you choosing. It only comes from you applying it in the first place. It's not going to just happen to you. It's not going to just drop out of the sky and, you know, be the experience for you or anything like that, you know. So, <clears throat> you know, definitely, you know, I'm so grateful and appreciative to everyone who, you know, chooses to keep expanding, keep moving forward, keep allowing yourself to grow. You know, life should never end, meaning your awareness and your growth should never end. Your expansion and how much you push yourself should never end. Everything is multidimensional and it is based off of eternity. We will never stop. Love will never slow down. We are going to pick up speed, ding, confirmation continuously, and we are going to rise, humanity. There is so much coming. There is so much we have to celebrate for soon. And again, it's going gonna, it's gonna to require us to get the junk out of the way. There's no way. I'll, it's, it's more than common sense. Come on. There's no way. For you truly to be grateful and appreciate anything in life, if you still feel so bitter and resentful and regretful and angry about life, it's impossible to be grateful for at the same time. Those are not vibrational match frequencies. Those are two very different opposite parts of the spectrum. They are not in the same world, so to speak. So you got to choose. What is it that you wish to experience? Is it gratitude and grace and love and divinity? Or is it the slumps of where you're at and shit? Right? You cannot throw a blanket over there and say that it's, it's beautiful now. No. It's still ugly. <laughs> you're just trying to hide the crap. So do the work. Apply yourself. Clear things up. So we can move all of it out the way. So we can actually have grander moments. We can actually appreciate the peace and the love and the divinity that we are experiencing in our life right now. Um, okay, so lovely Joran shared a, um, a post with me or a question. Um, he had stated, basically, what are some ways we can support others during this transitionary time? Um, 
My journey has been a trip so far. Would love to try and assist others, but trying to find out how. You know, and this this is why a lot of it is so important for us to focus on ourselves in a big way. Because the more you can help yourself, the more you learn yourself and understand how energy works through you and, and just how to transform. You have a bigger skill set to apply when it comes to other people and they share with you their experiences or they're trying to work through themselves more times than not you're going to vibrationally match somebody who's a vibrational match to you meaning they have similar experiences on some level as you so if you do your work and you do you go through your layers you have you know the awarenesses for other people to help them go through a lot of similar experiences within themselves um, and that's first and foremost why that's a big priority also too with you know, again, just being more compassionate. Um, I definitely um, would guide, you know, to start applying, you know, a practice of radical forgiveness. And it's completely unconditional. F forgiveness has no circumstances. There's no mm -hmm. limit or condition that you get to at some point where forgiveness is not applied. Forgiveness is given to all by God, therefore it is not is nothing for us to hold out from each other or ourselves from. It's given already. So, you know, definitely working on just being more compassionate and forgiving towards any and all beings and just seeing everyone in a collective space as they're learning and growing. Okay. So, and again, this is same for when you're out and about interacting with people in physicality. When you're at work, you're going to the store, you're, you know, in the mall or whatever. You know, every single interaction, every single expression, every single moment counts right now. Every single moment matters. And so how you express yourself, how you show yourself to other people is going to speak louder than anything. And this is how we can help people through this transitionary time because let's face it, a lot of times especially when people are going through intense things, they don't have the attention span to sit there and listen to you talk. They don't have the moments or the ability to receive. They're closed off. They're not vulnerable. They are in full stubborn mode. And they have to come out of that first for them to be able to receive more information. So again, a lot of it is going to come through your example too. Just how you behave with people, how you interact how you speak and what you say and how much intention you put behind it, how much love you put behind everything you say and what you do, that is the impact that's going to help everyone move through this transition a lot easier, a lot, lot easier, definitely. Um, you know, just definitely, you know, you see someone having a tough moment, you see someone having a, a rough day, smile at them. Right. And I know, you know, what I'm talking about, everybody, you know, not just directed at one person, it's everybody where, you know, we we see it every you know, people all the time in passing. And maybe these people don't look happy. These people are probably in their own world and self-obsessed and whatever. Right. But how many moments do you pass somebody and, and walking or just, you know, like you you're near somebody and there's moments to interact with this person there's moments to say hello even if you're just walking by them you like how much effort does it really does it going to kill you to raise your hand and wave at someone and smile your your best loving smile towards them with bright 
you know, glistening, shiny eyes and say, I, you know, hello, how are you? You know, have a beautiful day. You have no idea what that can do for someone. You can change the, everything for them in a moment. They could be literally on the brink of just quitting everything, pulling the plug completely, just absolutely done with life. And at that moment, someone walks past them, waving at them, smiling right at them. No idea why. Never met this person in my life. Don't know who they are. Yet this person's just smiling and waving and sending all this just enormous love in that direction. That is so powerful, it will break down any ego. It will shatter any nightmare. It will bounce someone so fast up into a higher vibration quickly. It's going to be remarkable. They can't help but to acknowledge that, to feel that amazing love and beauty come through you. Um, and so, you know, definitely, it's as simple as that. Just doing simple acts of love, you know, showing you care about people, showing you support them. And even though they're going through, even though they're having a tough time, and that's definitely a, a, a mastery um, you know, for a lot of us out there where even we're not getting the best, um, the highest, you know, version of somebody in a moment, maybe they're definitely choosing to be in a lower energy, you still choosing to be loved back to them, regardless of how they are acting towards you or what they're saying or behaving like, you still choosing to be in that divine light in that center and choosing to be the best love you can be and show that to them, oh my gosh, you're going to spin the ego so fast it doesn't compute you see the ego knows the reactions it gets out of people by acting a certain way and so the ego will do this on purpose to generate these reactions and so when you don't react and you respond with love holy crap you just threw the whole game plan in the ego's face and now it doesn't know what to do it spins it freaks out and a lot of times it, it kind of like just freeze people like they don't move. They kind of like get stunned by the experience and they don't really know what to say or do. They're just completely in shock that this happened, you know, and you, we can we can be that catalyst. We can be that impact for humanity in helping them bounce back into happiness and love and peace and forgiveness and letting go. And it doesn't have to be this big burden back on your back and weighing you down. You can you can be free of it, you know, in a moment you can transform it. And again, this has nothing to do with being saviors. We're not saving anyone, humanity. As I stated one lovely podcast ago, we are not the saviors for humanity. We are here to be way showers, lighthouses, examples of godly divinity. And that example, when it is seen by others, they can follow suit with the example they can learn and grow off of observing you watching how you behave how you love how you become more love they watch you you are their role model you are their example and through you they can apply what they observe you doing they can apply this within themselves and learn how to do this for themselves learn to be confident learn how to be empowered in themselves to be able to make that choice and, and achieve the same goal and feel inspired and happy that they did do that because they achieved it out of their own efforts. They didn't need someone to do that for them. That's 
incredibly empowering. And it definitely motivates someone to do it again. It motivates them to do, make bigger choices now and take on m bigger roles and just keep pushing it higher. It's a process, you know? Um, but yes, definitely being as compassionate and as motivational as you can to any and all beings on this planet. Everyone is equal, you know? And so even family members that you absolutely, um, <clears throat> absolutely get under your skin. And I will, I, sh I resonate with you all out there. I definitely, it's, um, I've had the family experience quite often with, you know, just nails on the chalkboard. Okay. And even those beings are worthy of love, are worthy of respect, are worthy of forgiveness, and are worthy of compassion. Because you are not truly in their experience. You are not feeling what they feel. You are not overcome with the same nightmares that somebody else is. Therefore, we don't get to expect or judge or have an opinion. Everything simply is the way it is because it has to be that way now. And we are learning and growing and changing that for the better as we move forward. But everything is according to the divine plan where it's at. So yes, the world looks like it's completely fucked. <laughs> and it is, in a lot of ways. However, everything simply is how it must be in these moments, according to the divine plan. Everything is okay. This is the timeline. We will make it to the higher goal, the event, ascension, 5D, we'll make it. But until we do that, this journey process we are on, it's, you know, I always said this to myself, you know, when I die... And I look back on myself, which, of course, I will clear this up now. Y'all, we're not dying, okay? Just to clarify, no one get anxiety. Don't want, everyone calm down. Don't get panicked, okay? Ding. We're not going to die, okay? I'm just sharing something from years and years and years back that I used to say to myself that will resonate now, where I used to say, you know, when I die, you know, I wonder, looking back on myself, I wonder, you know, or... or to flip it further, thank you, angels, they're flipping it for me because I guess it's still causing confusion with some people. So furthermore, when we get to 5D, when we actually ascend humanity and we do get to 5D, when you look back on how you spent your last moments as a human in this world, what are you going to see? That's a deep question for us all. When we actually finish this journey and we do arrive in 5D New Earth and we, we make it to heaven on earth and all the grandness and glory with God. When we get there and we look back on this journey and how we chose to spend these last moments in this reality as human beings. What will we see? How will we feel about it? Will we see ourselves make the choices, the tough choices, to be loved anyway? That even though the world is hurting, we still stand on our own two feet and we pick other people up. We help support them and love them, show them compassion and nurturing, and help empower them so they can do this. Will you see that? Or will you see yourself shamming? Not making choices you already feel pinged to. Wasting moments of healing and expansion, depriving yourself of more expansion, more joy, more love, more experiences. 
Will you see yourself playing it small? Undervaluing yourself? Being unworthy? Will you see yourself in victim consciousness? In helplessness? Feeling disempowered like you can't make this climb? What will you see, humanity, when we finish this journey and we look back on ourselves? It's a big question, definitely, so we can reflect on this now. So we can look at how we are living now and what we are doing and choosing now. Because these are all the things that we must change and grow and nurture back into wholeness. So that we can reach that timeline. And you will be grateful. You will be honored looking back on your journey and realizing how much you pushed for heaven for truth, for God, for love. And you climbed that mountain and you never stopped. You didn't give up. Even when all the signs were saying otherwise, you trusted, you had faith, and you kept moving forward and you made it. Will you see that? Will you see how much you love yourself? How much you realize that you had abandoned yourself for so long? And will you see yourself pick yourself back up again? Will you see you carry yourself now, humanity? Will you get up? You have to make it. You all do. This is your birthright. You divine, ancient, celestial royalty, you are. This is your life. This is your gift from God. And even though it's a lot of work, and even though it can be overwhelming at times, this human experience is such an honor. And the fact that I will heart you all that the rest of creation is not physical. They don't have physicality. The angels and the rest of creation cannot touch and feel each other the way we can. As humans, physical. That is such a blessing. And we have sabotaged and we have diminished that gift in so many different ways with mistreating and abusing each other and hurting each other. Where it's a gift that not even the rest of creation even has at this point. They don't even get to experience it. We do. And look at the, look at the way we're using this gift. Look at how we're treating it. And how we have abused ourselves and other people through this. When physical touch is meant to be soft and gentle and supportive and nurturing and love to others. To help people feel better so they can heal and they can grow and get stronger. Where our words are meant to support and uplift others, to inspire and motivate them. And what have we used this gift for? We have used it to destroy each other. Rip our dreams apart and tell each other that we're not enough. That we're not good enough. That nobody wants us. That we shouldn't even be here. Furthermore, moving into wars. Governmental manipulation and deception. Deception. War crimes against humanity, genocide, 
look humanity at how we have abused the gift of physicality that God gave us. Look at how we have mistreated it. And this is, again, an experience that the rest of creation, all the other multiverses and universes, they don't have this kind of physicality. They don't have this experience. They don't know what it feels like to be physically human here on this physical planet. They don't know what that experience is like. They don't get to have that right now. That is how profound this human experience is and how grand of a blessing and what an honor it is to really be here right now. There's so many souls and beings in creation that would give literally anything to touch and feel each other, to hug and kiss and be and embrace with each other, to hold each other. But that's not their experience right now. It's our experience. And it's also our lesson to learn how to do this again and continue moving on in our life, doing this for each and every one of us. Okay, the, the love in us, you know, the ability to touch and feel and be that kind of love for each other. Well, we have used fists and we have physically harmed each other. It's meant to be gentle and soft and nurturing and caressing and helping us become more vulnerable, open, ding, open with each other to express more and be our real authentic self more with each other. You know, we have not done this. We have abused so much to where, you know, we are having those lessons now. You know, where we can learn and grow and learn that we have to put the fist down, unball the fist. Reach out your hand and shake with someone else. Learn to touch someone gently, softly. Learn to speak to somebody more kindly and gently, compassionately. Learn to move low, more slower and patiently with someone through an experience or what they're working through. That is what the gift of physicality is for. You want me to share something with you? One thing that Robin shared with mom many times over mission over the years. You know, Robin shared with mom that um, one of the biggest things that Robin missed the most about human physicality and being here in a, in a human body, the one of the things that Robin missed the most was to actually physically be able to hug. And touch and that he couldn't touch mom you know while mom was physically here in in you know physicality and Robin was in the etheric Robin Williams that was one of the things that, that he was you know not sad but that was one of the things that he missed the most was that he he couldn't touch mom right now he couldn't hold her he couldn't you know everything that he watched mom go through from the etheric as an angel he couldn't do the things that he used to be able to do as a human being not too long ago where you could walk up to someone and hug them you can hold them and tell them that you love them you can cry with them you can help them feel better robin missed those things and robin was he missed not being able to do that for mom in physically as a human you know 
And that's where we got to show up for each other. That's what we did as a team. That's what we did for mom. And that's what we got to do for each other. We got to show up for each other. And, and sometimes people just need a hug. Sometimes someone just needs you to sit with them and, and just witness them cry. Witness them express and release what they have been so in refusal to do. Embrace and celebrate people in their healing. Help lift them up. Don't let them just sit in despair and pain and suffering. Change the environment. Change the atmosphere. You're not saving them. You're changing the idea that they've accepted for themselves. You're showing them through yourself there can be another way and it is possible. They just have to trust. That is what we can be for each other. And there's a big part about being physically here that requires you to be more physical with your experience. So it doesn't, it's not just like sitting across the table from each other, talking the whole time, just chatter, 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 chatter. We are physical human beings, folks. And I don't care if you're a man or a woman. I don't care if the other person you're interacting with is a man or a woman. Sometimes people just need a hug. Damn it. Okay? Seriously, just get it. It's that simple. Quit making it complicated because your insecurities, your your boundaries are just all your belief systems or what you don't want to do. Who gives a fuck? Who cares? That's not why we're here. We're here to be love and we're here to learn how to support each other better. And that's what it requires. That's what heaven is asking us to do. Is to hold space and be that for each other. Sometimes someone just needs a hug. Sometimes someone just needs you to sit with them and sometimes hold them. Is that really so bad? Is that really so hard for you to do to be selfless, to put yourself in someone else's shoes and feel what they're feeling and understand that it's painful and we all have to feel it. And it definitely can be an easier path, an easier ride with someone by your side that's more compassionate understanding of your experience, not trying to disempower you, but is willing to stick with you, you know, through that experience, to hold space with you, to keep motivating you, telling you words of love. You can do it. You've got this. Trust yourself. Have faith in mom. The angels are with you. You're strong. You are capable. You are divinity. That makes someone feel so much better about the shit they're in and a whole lot more motivated to do something about it and find a solution. Versus having someone in their ear that's completely condescending, mean and cruel and judging, poking them all over the place, making them feel worse about themselves, that doesn't make someone want to change. It doesn't make someone want to receive or hear what you have to say or listen to the truth, even if what you're saying is the truth. It doesn't matter how you are sharing it, how you are giving it to other people. Is it love? Is it with the intention that they grow and heal? Is it with the intention that they can find their own empowerment? Because if it is not, if it's just for you to talk, if it's just for you just to have a soapbox and just be all Mr. Mrs. Know-it-all, that is not what's going to help people. Humanity is tired of that. We've watched people get on stages and, and soap opera boxes for years and decades, and it hasn't done the country or anybody on this planet any good. It's how the news media has gotten so out of left field. People got so used to talking 
when none of it is actually relative, none of it is helpful, none of it is supportive or encouraging to anyone to make them feel like they are empowered to do something about this. Instead, it's meant to just cause people to stay in fear, uncertainty, anxiety, and distrust, not moving forward, and ultimately sabotaging their own expansion and growth, burning bridges. You see, we've been there already. We've been there long enough. We don't need beings that just talk all the time. We need beings to be in action, physical service of love, that are not afraid to reach out to someone who is really breaking inside and share space with them, love them. It doesn't matter if they're blood, doesn't matter who, if you know them or not, they are a child. We are all children. There is no difference to any one of us who we look like, what skin color you are, what culture you are, what your religion is. We are all lost, broken children. And we are worthy of the same respect and love and honor that God gives us. We are worthy of that from each other. Ding. And it is to be given to each other as well. Empower yourselves. Respect and love yourselves enough to give this gift back to yourself because God has already given it. It is us, humanity, that is refusing this. Pushing it back onto God, saying no, too much. I can't handle this. I can't deal. It's too overwhelming. It's scary. I'm not ready. God never makes a move unless it's absolutely highest. <clears throat> God never makes a choice unless it's absolute highest for all of creation. Meaning, the experiences you're having, they have already been decreed and allowed by God as your lessons and as your growth. Let go of the control. Let go of waiting for the right moment, the right sounding thing for the right what looks right to you let go of all of it you do not know anything I don't know anything we know nothing and is that not the paradox I know absolutely nothing therefore I can be aware of anything <clears throat> and that's the multidimensional truth once you think you know everything you don't know anything but if you can let go and accept and be okay with not knowing anything, you have access to everything in creation. All wisdom. And it will only make sense to you, what I just said, if you're in your heart feeling what I'm saying. Not thinking, not trying to analyze what I just said, not trying to decipher and pull it apart in your mind. You have to feel this humanity in order to understand this. Okay? I love all of you beautiful divine sparks of God out there. Um, definitely, we are coming up on the two-hour mark, grateful and just really happy. Really, really happy with today um, and just how everything has been you know, for long moments and just moving through this grand experience, you know. Um, there's been so much more energy, you know, definitely I shared a little bit earlier today on the live stream with everyone, um, that this is basically your billboard sign. This is the billboard sign that you see telling you about the exit before we get to the exit. Okay. So I'm telling you now, everybody, humanity, this is the billboard sign. 
telling you about the exit that's coming up. Okay. So these are the moments to prepare. You know, the energy is picking up. It's not quite at the physical level yet to where the physical is starting to really move at this pace. But the energy is already here, ladies and gentlemen. Ding. The energy is already here and it's already speeding up. Meaning there's only a matter of moments before it starts to pick up the physical and everything starts to shift and move faster. So, again, allow these moments of pause, of slowing down. Allow these moments to be reflective. Allow these moments to be deeply internal. Release, cry it out, write things down, express, talk it out. Go for a lap, run, smoke some weed, smoke a cigarette, drink tons of water. Do whatever you feel is highest for you to be as stable and as, you know, and as centered as possible in these moments. Because this is going to allow as much stuff to come up, as much things to release as can be allowed. And once we make it past this collective energy, things are really going to be moving a lot faster. Okay? So definitely love you all appreciate every single one of you divine um light beings on this planet everyone who chooses to you know just support yourself get out of denial face the music be transparent and real with yourself and that's where you're going to get the the real truth if you can be real and raw with yourself you will uncover the purest truth and that's truly you know what you're looking for <laughs> And we've been lied to and manipulated and deceived for so long, humanity. Let's cut to the chase. We just so badly want things just to be simple again. But our behavior patterns, our triggers, our attachments were created out of complicated dysfunction. And so, even though we want simplicity, even though that's something we would like, it sounds nice, we have to learn how to be simple again. Simple in our understanding, simple in our way of life, simple in our expression, simple in just everything. Because love is simple, yet everything is multidimensional. So when I say simple, I'm not talking about like limited. Simple does not mean limited. Okay, and I feel that's a belief system we have created as well in the physical. That simple just means smaller or summarized or compact or, or less than. That's simple. No, absolutely not. <laughs> Simplicity is, is definitely, is, it's the flow. It's alignment. It's right action. It's whatever's highest in that moment. And staying in that flow, that's simplicity. We have gotten so used to making everything so complicated and confusing in life. The now requires us to go back in those parts of ourself and apply simple practices to heal it. Okay. Where it was so hard for you to trust people, right? Simple application. Start talking to people. Ding. Just open your mouth and start expressing to people. Start sharing, right? Because a lot of the distrust, it comes from all the different jadedness and the, the, the wounds and things we've had before in life and you're not there anymore the only way you're going to see that is if you just make the jump and you actually experience it without the pain and suffering the trauma and realize that it is just an illusion it's not actually real anymore so 
Yes, I am. I'm so great again, grateful for everyone and just holding space and just being on here with everyone tonight. Um, really appreciative. I definitely we're playing around with the times here and there. I know it's about 4 a.m. my time. Um, I started this around 2 a.m. I believe. Um, so again, I'm still trying to find that sweet time zone slot between the different time zones across the countries and the world where everyone's up, everyone's going to sleep, or if people are too busy working, or if they're active online. Um, so definitely just playing around. And yeah, again, I shared this before. Um, whenever we have these podcasts now, I'm going to start um, just making this a thing now because I love it. I really love it a lot. You know, where, you know, people, if you want to share anything, if you want to come on and talk and share your experiences or ask questions personally, you know, I feel it's a very powerful way to heal and transform. And um, a lot of us are, you know, I definitely, um, all of us on mission have, you know, been exactly where you all are in the experience, you know, um, before we came to mission and just feeling that loneliness, feeling isolated, not having anyone to connect with, not having anyone to talk to that resonated with what we were saying that didn't make us feel like we're just nuts we're crazy you know and you know that causes a lot of people out there to shut down to suppress and not you know express their authenticity not express their truth or what they feel what their experience is it causes them to undervalue it a lot and and this creates a, a big block you know and people shut down from this and so I feel with giving everyone this opportunity on the platform to definitely, you know, converse and talk and share and, you know, we can work more with each other and help each other understand more. It's it's grand. It's powerful. It's awesome. Um, and also it helps everyone else learn to step up, you know, learn to, you know, speak out, use your voice, ding, <laughs> um, empower yourself, you know, learn to um, express from your your truth your um expression and not you know try to tailor it to somebody else's you know honoring that within you um so i feel that would be really important and also people have a lot of issues being confident you know i feel that's a it's a big part of you anchoring your higher self and coming online is to be confident in yourself to trust yourself and so i feel this experience is definitely helping a lot of people with that entirely um so I love you all so much. I appreciate you again. Um, take care of yourselves. Um, again, we will, you know, definitely we'll be back tomorrow morning. Um, or actually, it's already tomorrow. We'll be, we'll be live today in probably another four to five hours on morning live stream with Buddha and Jerry. And I will see you all later on Roadside Nuggets this evening. And there will probably be another live podcast probably in the middle of today, this afternoon maybe, I'm not sure. We'll check in with the angels when we get closer to that time. Um, but yeah, I'm so grateful for you. I, I really enjoy all of you on here, and I hope um, you all use these moments of encouragement to step up. And at some point on any of these Telegram podcasts or lives that you know you all uh, find the courage and the bravery to you know branch out a little bit and just say, hey, you know, I'm here. Um, this is kind of my experience today. I'm, I'm, you know, grateful to share, and it helps you feel supported. It helps you feel heard, and that's part of healing. Okay, people, you being heard, you feeling like you're being received by someone, and being understood by someone is profound, and it helps you heal a lot of things in yourself where 
you're not around and you don't live with anyone that can give you that experience, right? So it's devoid of it. So this is a powerful way where we can all support each other. We can help each other reach a higher level together and help give each other the experiences we need to to move forward and heal. So again, I love you all. Take care of yourselves. Have a beautiful, beautiful night. This has been a wonderful time here on Silver Linings. I am George, and I am so in love with all of you. Have a great night. Mom loves you all. She's there with all of you, and she is supporting you all and helping nudge you along. You're not alone. Take care of yourselves, humanity. Thank you.